Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Athletes Resource Podcast. It is I, Pete, rocking solo again, coming to you with another solo episode. Got to really work on getting guests on here. I think one of the reasons is is because uh, me recording these podcasts tends to be pretty impromptu. Um, I just try to find a time where I have a half hour to actually record. So I want to start off uh, offering an apology to the uh, between two and six listeners we have. Uh, because I, in previous podcasts, I've talked about trying to do this a bit more often. And outside of the typical excuse of, of busyness, uh, the reason I have been inconsistent in podcasting is because uh, I have become more and more conflicted over time regarding the utilization of social media um, even before seeing documentaries like um, The Social Dilemma it just I had an understanding that I was spending too much time on social media pages so I've over time deleted stuff off of there trying to also limit news exposure because not really talking about a lot of happy stuff on the news. Uh, as a matter of fact, one of my recommendations for people in navigating this time is to really uh, limit news exposure because that could just keep us feeling on edge, keeping feeling, uh, keep us feeling scared. Uh, and I'm going to try to make my thoughts about this uh, concise and clear I don't really agree with um, the uh, how the space, uh, the mindset space is utilized in social media. And what I mean by that is um, like really the inclusion of like tips and concepts and things like that. Um, mostly because... Um, I haven't really met anyone who said that that actually helps them. Uh, I could speak for myself, but that it doesn't really help me. Uh, that really what ends up helping people in the long run is the, the decision to work with a professional and develop a skill set uh, that they don't already possess to navigate their their emotional world or their uh, ideational world, their thinking patterns. And I came up with this thought before recording is that, you know, a lot of the conflict is, is the idea of content that at least during the time where I'm on social media, it just feels like a lot of content being created and put out for the sake of it being created and put out because anyone who's tried to um, increase their presence or influence on social media understands that there is like an algorithm 
and the most important parts of it are to just post every day. And I mean, how, how is a person supposed to come up with stuff that's like really meaningful every single day when you're a person? I mean, I, I personally can't. And so I, I at least framed it in my mind as this conflict of content versus content, right? Content for the sake of creating content or content, creating content with the hopes of having it help other people. Um, and that's really where I'm at. And that's a lot of the reason why it's taken me so long to um, record this. So again, I apologize. And of course, you know, I acknowledge that there's a middle ground in all this, that um, there, there are people out there for whom these things might feel helpful. I haven't met them. But I do understand that for a lot of people, some of these things, the quotes, the quips, the, uh, like the quick tips can feel very helpful. Um, you know, I actually, you know, in a different realm, you know, there's, there's really excellent information on parenting on, on social media, which, I, which I've found to be helpful. So... I guess I'm still conflicted about it now that I'm talking about it out loud and uh, talking through it out loud. And so let's see what happens. Can I, can, I, can I take my own advice and be zen about it and find a middle ground to be continued? So I don't want to stay, uh, I'm going to move on from there. Hopefully that wasn't too uh, meandering and out there. But so uh, one of the listener questions that I received months ago uh, from a loyal listener of the podcast was how to navigate as athletes the lack of competition and because of the lack of competition, how to stay motivated. And so I've had two thoughts about this um, and they're not my thoughts. They're, They're not original thoughts. They're thoughts that I've heard other people say that I absolutely agree with. And so uh, this is actually an exercise I heard uh, Ben Bergeron share uh, in one of his podcasts of this exercise of asking yourself uh, five whys. And that could look something like, uh, okay, so if I'm an active athlete, I'm an active competitor, uh, why is it meaningful for me to compete? Well, I get a sense of accomplishment from competing. Why? Well, but just asking yourself why until you can't come up with an answer. The information that we can gather from an exercise like that can help us fuel um, motivation. That's the word that's coming to mind drive the discipline to continue to stay sharp. And by stay sharp, I mean uh, stay on your nutrition, stay on your mindset work, of course, stay on your, your training program. That orienting ourselves to our why, you know, 
some people would say why, some people will say values. Value by values that would look something like asking oneself what do I who do I want to be as an athlete? What is most important to me as an athlete? Asking ourselves these questions, orienting ourselves to our values can help us uh, create a sense of guidance or a uh, like pathways to navigate times of uncertainty. And from those values, we can derive goals. So if my values as an athlete is to stay disciplined, is to, uh, is to do my best in all the domains I know contribute to um, my athletic performance, what are literal uh, measurable goals that I can derive from that that would help me feel like I'm actually taking meaningful steps, controlling what's controllable? Stuff, you know, again, that you've probably heard before, especially regarding navigating uh, pandemic times as an athlete, as a person. The more we focus on what's out of our control, i.e. a competition date somewhere off into the future, uh, and that being uncertain, the more we're going to perhaps have feelings about it. The more we focus on what's in our control, which is our own preparation, the more we can feel like uh, more how we would like to feel. So if my goals are to be, or if my values, I should say, is, should say is to be the best athlete I can be in, in domains that I know contribute to performance, I can say, you know, my goal is to, um, my goal is to meal prep twice a week and have meals ready for me for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, or breakfast and lunch and post-workout, or breakfast and pre-workout and a shake. If it's mindset work, then I'm going to meditate every day. I'm going to do visualization every day. I'm going to do um, some activity that either you believe could be beneficial or that you have decided could be beneficial in your work with a professional. Setting up a measurable amount of time that you could hold yourself personally accountable to that would help you feel like there's a there's a path through this and that there are things that are in my control. Again, you know, those things I just shared as examples, you know, I think everyone has to explore for themselves what their values are, explore for themselves what their whys are and what the goals are that they could have that would help them feel a bit more in control in times of uncertainty Last part of the question is how to stay motivated. Um, my answer to this question is based on not only my own personal experience training, but um, also hearing others in the, uh, I guess you would say, um, performance area talk about how to stay disciplined, uh, how, to, how to keep moving towards your goals. My thought is that motivation is, is pretty overrated. That um, 
the idea that we as athletes are going to wake up every day with, you know, um, sunshine and rainbows and we're going to be ready and excited to go, uh, I think is a misunderstanding that, uh, and, or, and a misrepresentation of what it's actually like to be training really hard all the time, especially if you have a, a life, a full-time job outside of training or, or something or other, kids, that um, the expectation that it's going to always feel good that you're always going to feel 100% and motivated to do it, I think is, is one of the ways that we set ourselves up to feel conflicted when that doesn't need to be there. That, and, and part of that could be biological, that if we're trying to peak for a competition or a contest, like our our nervous system is under duress, right? It is, we are really putting the pedal to the metal to try to get our body in tip-top form. And there could be consequences to that. That will feel tired. Feel like feel like a, a wet towel that's being run out. And that's arguably normal for some people part of the process potentially that if we rely on motivation to be consistent we might be setting ourselves up for inconsistency i've seen this quote thrown around a lot you know that uh if you only pursue a goal when you feel good to pursue the goal you're probably not going to spend a lot of time pursuing that goal in, in, in another piece that I think is important to understand, especially in, in my perspective, is that when you don't feel motivated and you make the decision to do it anyway, you're training a particular skill set on multiple different levels. You're training the capacity to endure discomfort which is critical for dealing with not only competition, but our own emotional state and your training discipline. Discipline is just the capacity to be consistent over a long period of time. You know, grit is some version of that. Grit is the ability to pursue a meaningful goal over a long period of time while enduring failure. That if we are able to make the decision and execute the behavior of X, Y, or Z through not feeling motivated, we train discipline. And when we train discipline, it becomes more and more automatic over time. That it becomes almost as if it's not even a decision at all we have to make, that we just do it. It's just something that we do. Are there, um, are there considerations that make it kind of gray? Of course, right? If I know a lot of people now are using uh, recovery metrics, uh, recovery, not metrics, excuse me, recovery 
devices like a whoop. I personally just use like an H10 uh, Polar H10 uh, chest strap. I measure my HRV. Um, that if if we're getting information from these devices that we need to take it easy, maybe we need to take it easy. That if my you know if 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 I get information that my HRV is shot, you know because I'm either too sympathetically aroused, or you know, worst case I'm parasympathetically driven. Uh, that that's that's good information for me to take the lack of motivation I feel at face value. That that lack of motivation I'm feeling could mean that my body ain't ready to benefit from training, and I probably should just rest. That's where the nuance of this comes in. So I hope that this brief podcast answered some of those questions. Um, continue for those who are listening out there, the between three and six listeners. Hi, Mom. Uh, that, you know, keep throwing out questions. And um, for people who feel like they have thoughts on the topic who would like to be on the podcast reach out as well i'd be love i'd love to have somebody on here who you know who um who feels like they have things that um could be valuable for the public to hear or understand thanks for listening and hope to do this again soon